Welcome to Be Your Own Best Coach with JJ, the podcast. I believe that the best coach you can ever have is that one person that is staring straight back at you every morning in the mirror, you. Join me in discovering some key strategies so that you can create an empowered life and inspire others to live theirs. Your journey to being your own best coach starts right now. Welcome back to Be Your Own Best Coach with JJ. Today's session is what you focus on is often what you get. When you're focusing on something, it can grow, it can amplify, you can see more of it. Now, our brain is an interesting thing because what can happen is that we're deleting stuff in our world all the time. And so when we're focusing on one thing, we're deleting all the rest of the information in our world. For instance, think about the last time you bought a car. Now, say you were thinking about buying a BMW X4 and suddenly as you're driving down the street, you're seeing all of these X4s and you're thinking, where are all these X4s coming from? I've never seen so many X4s on the road before. Now, is it a coincidence that suddenly all these X4s were there? Well, no, not necessarily. Because you're focusing on something and you're thinking in, the, in your unconscious mind, I want to buy an X4, you are searching for X4s on the road and you're deleting all the other information out there in your world. Now, we do this in my trainings. I often will say to the guys, okay, what I want you to do is I want you to walk around the room and find everything that's red. Walk around and look at everything that's red. So everyone's looking at red and red and red. And then I'll get them to close their eyes and I'll say to them, how many things were red? And, and keep your eyes closed. And they'll say, might say, I don't know, 100 things. And then I'll say, okay, keep your eyes closed and tell me how many things were blue. And they start laughing because... They didn't see the blue things in the room because that wasn't what they were focusing on. So what we focus on in our world is so important because it means that we're deleting a lot of other stuff. Now, what about if we're deleting all of the other stuff in our world that could be helping us achieve our goals? So our thoughts create our reality. What we think about often is what we bring about. Now, challenges are inevitable, guys, but being a victim is a choice. And so when we're focusing on our world, we've got to really know what we're focusing on. We've got to focus with volition. So today I'm going to talk to you about five different areas of focus that I think can really change the way that you see your world. Now, one of them is the timeline, so how you focus on your timeline. One of them is also control, looking at things that you can control or you can't control. The third one is looking at your possessions of what you already have or what you lack. The other one is who, so are you focusing on self or focusing on others and contribution. And the last one is being a growth learner or being a fixed learner. So let's talk about the first one, the focus on your timeline. If you look at the past, we have past, 
we have the present and we have the future. There's a saying that I've heard and it goes something like this. If you are depressed, you're focusing on the past. If you're anxious, you're focusing on the future. But if you are at peace, you're focusing on the present. Now, I want you to look at this because where is your focus most of the time? Think about it. If you're focusing on the past a lot, the majority of the time you're focusing on the past, what is that giving you? So sometimes you'll hear people, they're always talking about the good old days. It's like they're living in the good old days. It's actually holding them back for their what's going to happen in their future because they keep living in the past. Sometimes they're even beating themselves up with what's happened in the past. It's like, if I would have done this. So there's a lot of regret when people often look at the past. And then you've got people that are always looking at the future and sometimes even blowing things up in the future. They're doing overwhelm in the future. They're doing worry. Oh, but what about if this is going to happen? So they're often looking at the future and blowing it up and they're scared for what might, might happen. And then there's ones that sit in the present. When you are in the present, there's no worry in the present because you're in that moment. You're in that moment and nothing else. You're not thinking of the past. You're not thinking of the future. You are in and sitting in that present moment. One of my, my great mentors, Joe Pane, would often say, you can look at the past, but don't stare at it. And it really stuck in my head. I often say, you can look at the past, but don't live there, <laughs> right? And so when you're thinking about your timeline, it's same with the past, the present, the future. Now you can stare, you can look at the past. You can look at the future. Because some of you guys will be going, yeah, but JJ, how, I, how do I do my goal setting? I've got to look to the future. And that's great. So you're looking at the future, but live in mostly in the present. That's where the peace is. You can reflect and goal set and look forward to the future and set some goals. You can look at the past and have a little look and see what you can learn. I often give the labels of if you look at the past as a learning. So when you look at the past, you can say, that's where I learn. And then when you look at the future, that's where you can prepare. But where you look at the present, that is where you can live. So I'll say that again, when you go to the past, that's where you can learn. So you can have a little look at the past and you can learn from that. And then you can project out to the future and that's where you can prepare for things. But where you're going to live is in the present. Now, the second thing I want to talk about is, I want to talk about this story that I had in regards to projecting a story into the future. Now, years ago, I had a, a sore foot and it was sore and it, was, it kept getting really, really sore and to the stage where I couldn't walk on it properly. And I looked underneath my foot and I thought I had a bit of glass in it and it was like this brown spot. And I thought, oh, it's like a blood blister. And I didn't think much of it. I thought that I had glass in my foot. So I thought it's formed a blood blister. And I went to the doctor and the doctor said, look, go to the hospital across the road. So I went to the hospital across the road and I said to the person at the hospital, I said, look, I've got this blood blister 
and they said, you know, can you show me? So I showed my foot underneath my foot and her face went really like, she had this worried face look on her. And uh, she said, well, it may not be a blood blister. And for the first time I'm thinking, okay, well, what does that mean? And I felt this this look on her face and I suddenly felt like ill because I'm thinking, what else could it be then? And so she said, look, you need to go and get an ultrasound straight away. So I went and had an ultrasound. Now, when I had the ultrasound, I'm lying there and the lady was doing this ultrasound on my foot and she had that worried look. And she said, hold on a moment, I've got to go and get a doctor. So she goes to get the doctor. The doctor comes in and does has a look at it. And then the lady says, look, normally it takes a week or so to get the results back. But because like we really need to get these, these results quicker, I'll say that it's urgent so that we can get them in the next couple of hours. Now, already I'm thinking, what is wrong with my foot? And so... I remember sitting in my car for a couple of hours waiting for the results. Now, I projected into my past, into my future, and I'm looking to the future and I'm blowing up. This is how I was doing stress and overwhelm. And I started to create these stories around the evidence that I got in my, in my world. So I could, I remember the, the lady's face in the hospital. I remember the, the nurse that did the ultrasound and then how it was urgent and they had to give it straight away. And I'm thinking, what else could it be? And I'm thinking, well, it could be, it could be a melanoma. Wow, I didn't even think about that. And so as I'm sitting in my car, I kept, I, I was projecting the future of all the bad stuff that could happen. So it started with, Okay, it could be a melanoma. Okay, they may need to cut that melanoma out. What about if it's 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 you know it's gone for a, it's actually spread? Well, what else could they have to chop my foot off? Do they have to do chemo? Do they have to chop my leg off? So it was growing and growing and growing. My story was growing, and I was projecting everything into the future, and I was worried about everything that was going to happen, and that worry felt like it was happening. It felt like it was it was happening in that moment and I was feeling sick. Now, I remember going into the doctors, the doctors when they got the result and I'm sitting in, and this is hilarious because I'm sitting in the waiting room and with my book open that I was waiting, you know, waiting um, in the room with and I realised I actually had the book upside down and I, that was how, how out of it I was because I was so concerned and I'd blown up what was going to happen trying to prepare myself for the worst that I'm sitting sitting in the waiting room with a book that's upside down pretending that I'm reading it. But I go into the, into the doctor's sur- surgery or the doctor's office and I'm waiting for the bad news and the, the, the reality was that he, the doctor said, okay, Yes, we've got it back. And yes, you've got a stone stuck in your foot. And because I've created this new reality, because I was looking into, I created this future that hadn't even happened yet, but it felt so friggin' real, that when he said that, I didn't even hear it. And I, it was like he'd given me bad news. And then he said, did you hear me? And I said, well, no, I, I, I didn't really hear. And he said, it's a stone. 
that's stuck in your foot, like a bit of a, a tile or something. And I, I nearly didn't believe what he was saying because I'd created a new truth, a, a story in the future that happened that was so real, I felt it, that what he was telling me didn't match up with that story. So that's the power of living in your future that hasn't even happened yet, worrying about stuff that hasn't even happened with yet, amplifying and growing something and getting more of this negativity that didn't even happen. And physically it affected my whole body, worrying about something that didn't even happen. And so that's the power of your timeline. Now, as I said, you can look at the past and you can look at the future but if we can live in the moment in the present that's where the gold is and that's where the calmness is now the second thing i want to talk about is the control so focusing on control some people or at times yourself will focus on stuff that you can't control now i look at that and i think it's like this this, you're getting on the hamster wheel. You're going round and round and round. It's all this energy that you're, you're, do, you're giving up. You're doing all this energy for something that you can't control anyway. Have you ever heard of someone that talks often about what they can't control? You know, the government's doing this and, and they're talking about all the stuff they can't control. Again, when their energy is focused on that, they're missing all of the opportunities of the stuff that they can control. Now, when you're in focusing on what you can control, that's focused energy. You're focusing on the things that really are meaningful that you can make a difference with. There's no, when you're focusing on stuff that you can't control, it's like wasted energy. And humans love to control. We love to control. It keeps us safe. So we have to decipher and determine in our life what things in our world can we control and what things can't we control. And then we look at, okay, if I can control this, that's where I'm going to be. I'm going to be in the driver's seat of control with the things I can control rather than wasting my energy on stuff that's out of my control. Now, the third thing I want to talk about with focus is possessions. There are some times that we or people might live in the space of possessions, of looking at what is missing. So, uh, you know, I haven't got the big house that I want. I haven't got the car that I want. I haven't got the relationship I, I want. I haven't got... And so they, they sit and they live in what is missing in their possessions. Now, what that can give is envy. They can look at other people and say, yeah, but they've got that. And it can be lack because they're always looking at all the stuff that they haven't got. Now, the, the reverse of that is that you can be living in the space of looking at what you already have. You're, and that's where you can be content and grateful. That's where gratefulness sits appreciation sits when you're already looking at what you have now again you can look at what is missing because it's good to look at what's missing because that's where your goal setting can be you can go okay well yes i know that 
I want to perhaps in my business, I want to grow my business this way. This is what's missing in my business. I have need a system that, that I want to work on or there might be a product that you want to work on. So that's great to look at it, but don't live there because you already have got some beautiful things happening in your life that we need to sit in appreciation and gratitude. And you see this happening with people that have got really big challenges in their life, really big things happen in their life, tragedies happen, and some people are looking going, why me, why is this happening to me? I haven't got this, I haven't got that, this has happened to me. And then other people say, yeah, but at least I've got this. At least I've got people that love me and I'm grateful for that. And they sit in the have rather than what is missing. And the fourth one is the who. So are you focusing on self? Me, 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 me. You know, what's in it for me and living there? Or are you focusing on others and contribution? How can you serve the people in your world? How can you be of service? Now, it can come with age because I know when I was younger that it was very much about me. So what about me? This is, you know, what do I get out of life? And as you develop, usually, not always, you start to think about others and how you can contribute to others. And I can tell you from my point of view, the more that you contribute to others, the more gratification that you have and it serves you anyway. Now, I was thinking just the other day, my mum turned 93 years old yesterday. And I was thinking of what she's given to the family. And I was thinking of different things that have happened in our life. And I remember my, my dad passed away when I was 17. And I remembered some moments of challenge that happened in in our life and I remember there was one time where dad was uh, he had an, an episode and was trapped in the toilet and we couldn't get him out and so mum had had rung an ambulance and the ambulance came and I was so petrified of what was happening I ran out and I ran to a neighbor and I was thinking of this and then as I was thinking of this I it led to me thinking about the whole situation with my dad and his passing. And at 50, I'm 51 years of age coming up this year. And it struck me that there was no moment in my 50, nearly 51 years that I'd stopped and thought about how my mum thought in those moments. Because I was so focused on myself. I was so focused on protecting myself in those moments that I never once in all of those years thought, wow, how did mum, like how did she manage? How did she prepare for all of that? And, you know, how did she think, you know, here's her young daughter running out and going to a, a neighbour. But I, I was so focused on protecting myself. And sometimes we can sit there, as I said, I've sat there, it didn't even occur to me, uh, until that moment, 50 odd years later, that I was so focused on myself that I wasn't thinking of others. And sometimes we can live there. And so it's it's so beautiful to be able to say and to develop as a human being in regards to what can I contribute more to others? 
how can I serve more? Now, it doesn't mean, some of you might be already, I can hear you already here in my head, might be saying, well, does that mean that I don't care about myself? Of course not. Of course you look after yourself. Of course you do that. But most of your focus should be serving others. How can I contribute to the world and other people? And when you focus on that, uh, it is so gratifying. Now, the next one I want to talk about, the last one I want to talk about, is the learner's mindset. So you can have a fixed mindset or a growth mindset. Now, a fixed mindset, so someone that's a learner and has a fixed mindset has very different beliefs around learning. They can believe that their skills and intellect and talents are set and they are unchangeable. That is how they are. And so therefore, those people will avoid challenges uh, any effort that they might have in learning something, they, they think effort means that they're not good enough. So they'll stop learning because it's like, nah, if, if I can't do this easily, then I'm not going to do it at all. Their failures, they, that, they make it mean that a, their failures means that they themselves are then a failure. Uh, they can be threatened by others' success and they can be defensive with feedback. Now, that's a fixed mindset of a learner. Where a growth mindset learner sees things completely different. They see that they're, they're, they believe that their skills and intellect and their talents can be developed. They embrace challenges. They believe that effort means that they're mastering a skill that they need to put in effort to learn. That failure is just a part of growing. It's just an opportunity to grow. That mistakes means that you're growing. They celebrate other people's success and they love feedback from others because they know that that will contribute to their growth and their learning. So two completely different mindsets as a learner. And so when you have and you take on board the growth learning style, then you're going to learn more because you'll take more risks. You'll put yourself into a situation, you'll learn new skills. But a fixed learner will only do stuff that they know that they will, will be good at. Uh, therefore, there might be lots of things that they can learn, but they won't go into that situation because that they will make it mean a whole different set of different uh, ideas in regards to learning than the growth learner. So I'll, the overview of those focuses is your timeline. So when you're focusing on the past, the present, the future, again, as I said, you can look at the future and you can reflect on the past because the past is where you can learn and you can also prepare for the future, but let's live in the present. You've got the control of what you can't control and versus what you can control. The possessions of, of looking at what you're, what's missing in your life or what you already have and be grateful for that. The who, so focusing on self versus focusing on contribution in others. And then you have the learner's fixed mindset or the growth learner. Now, when you focus on something, then you are filtering out other information. So whenever you're focusing on something, some, you're deleting or distorting or deleting other potential life-changing information. So we've got to 
focus with volition, with purpose on what we want to focus on to get our goals that we want to achieve. And I love this quote, and I'll finish with this, by Paolo Coelho. I think that's how you say it, but I love this quote. No one can hit their target with their eyes closed. Thanks, guys. Can't wait to prepare another podcast for you and talk to you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in to Be Your Own Best Coach with JJ. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast and follow me on Instagram at JJ Speaker Coach. And remember to live with insatiable passion, create an empowered life and inspire others to live theirs.